Guys, I'm going to need all the travel lovers out there to listen the fuck up because today I'm here to tell you about something that's going to change the game. I don't care if you're planning a trip, on a trip, or just daydreaming about being in Positano with a hot Italian man on one side and your Aperol spritz you're drinking on the other. Is this me? Maybe. Today, we're here to tell you about well-traveled. Nina's actually a longtime user and member, so... Nina, do you want to take it away? Yeah, you guys, I am so excited about this. I couldn't be more thrilled that we are going to be partnering with them. I have seen this company really come from the ground up, and it is so amazing. This is perfect for everyone that you're trying to find the coolest restaurants, hotels, places to stay, the aesthetics, the vibe, all the different things. Like, I'm one of those people that literally would scour websites like Eater, Thrillist, Infatuation, like all these different ones just to find the coolest places to go to dinner and whatever, anywhere that I was traveling. And this is literally all of that just in one place. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but between study abroad when I was younger and then like just traveling now, I have all these Google Docs flying around and it's so much nicer to have them all in one place and organized and pretty. It's amazing. And you can create like new lists. I have a Paris list. I have a New York list. I have a New York I want to try, like a New York date list, all these different ones. And it's so fun. I love that. I mean, that's such a good idea. Think about New York City or all these other big cities. There are new places popping up all the time. Be a tourist in your own city. Explore somewhere new. Also, the whole website is so aesthetically pleasing. Like for my type A girlies out there, <laughs> this site Super type a. is the greatest thing you've ever seen. And also the coolest thing is I literally will sit there and plan an entire trip based off of recommendations. And then I find out that they're like also partnered. So by being a member, I get like chocolate covered strawberries on my hotel bed. That's amazing. It's amazing amazing so guys please go check it out make your list get the best recommendations from well-traveled you can go now to welltraveledclub.com we'll have the link in the episode description and if you use code wtf sup that's wtf sup you can get 30 dollars off your first year of membership which is huge, which is huge. and to pay for a year of like recommendations and some of their partnership perks. Yeah. It's I think it's a, a no brainer. Yep. yep. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> so guys go check it out and back to the episode. Hey guys, welcome to What the Fuck's Up podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Nina. And we <laughs> are back in person together. Woo woo. Woo woo. Um, so we're actually recording this right off the heels of recording with the amazing Courtney and Rachel of Uncut Gemini's. We literally just had the best time with them. Um, this is one of the longer episodes, but like I promise you guys, it's worth it's so every worth second, it. especially if you love like astrology, pop culture. You know, it's funny. We get like a little darker at points. It's just like everything. It's a lovely a good kind episode of roller would coaster. Have. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. I also recommend it to anyone that's yeah. not into astrology. Like I don't know jack shit about astrology besides like I read mm -hmm. Cosmo horoscopes and all that kind of stuff. And it's it's really interesting. So and it's not all astrology. So yeah, but um, 
we're just like catching up ourselves. Nina's like getting back on this side of the world's time zone and such. So we're like, we're going to give the listeners a little break. We're not going to do a full intro this week. We're just going to like let this fun ass episode stand on its own. And then we're going to have dinner and drinks tonight. And uh, this will be my first time going out in like a month. Yeah. And we talk about this in the episode, but I'm making uh, Nina relive her trauma tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Literally, Caitlin goes, do you want to come to this like free workout class? And you got it. You, I, we all understand now. Like Caitlin's got the following. I don't have the following. So I don't get free shit. Like I don't get influencer shit. Like people email me and it's like a scam. Okay. So like I don't get this stuff. So I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm going to this free class. There's gonna be free stuff. Like I love this. I'm so poor right now. Like, like sweet and I love working out and I was like by the way what kind of class is it I totally forgotten guys it's a rise nation class which is a climbing class literally stair master class <laughs> after I have just spent weeks in Africa climbing a mountain it's like asking a fireman to like come to this class like, it's like are you fucking, fucking kidding? kidding I was like it I- was so funny <laughs> when I realized I was like oh my god I'm so sorry so messed also up. I've been terrified of this class for years which is partially why I brought Nina like without even thinking about the Kilimanjaro thing because I was like I feel like Nina is like a hardcore workout person which like I am too but like for new classes that I'm not as like comfortable with I need like backup or yeah. I'm like I like I can't be this sweaty and this like terrified on my own you yeah know? so if we um if the podcast breaks up after this weekend you guys know why <laughs> you know why <laughs> um but yeah get ready for today's episode it's such a good one and we hope that everyone's doing well and if there are any cancers listening out there since it is your season and this is basically an astrology episode happy cancer season also if you listen to this episode just personal plug here but like if you listen to this episode and you're kind of like oh my interest is peaked but like what exactly is going on I have an amazing episode with um Alice Bell who's a great astrologer um follow her on Instagram as well and she kind of gets more into depth about like what each thing means which Courtney covers a little bit in the beginning but we more get into like just fun kind of like she's behind the account not all Gemini's so we get into a lot of like pop culture and fun things about the signs but Mm -hmm. if you're kind of like not understanding the moon sign versus the rising versus you know the sun sign whatever or the houses go listen to uh my episode with Alice Bell after and she'll enlighten you on all of that but yeah uh we hope you enjoy today's episode and that everyone is enjoying this last leg of hot girl summer hot girl summer bye hello everybody and welcome to what the fuck's up podcast today we have the absolute pleasure of being joined by content creator and writer courtney perkins and actress director rachel deutsch who are the co-hosts of the uncut gemini podcast welcome guys what the fuck's up how are you i'm so excited we're all hanging Hello, hello. It was so nice to hear that said in that way. You're the first person who said the co-host of Uncut Gemini's. I haven't heard Ah, it in that way. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. So exciting. Guys, okay. So for everyone listening, um, basically, uh, Courtney runs Not All Gemini's, which is like 
an amazing page that honestly like I'm like geeking out a little bit because I've been yep. following not all Gemini's yeah for a minute now <laughs> I'm trying to remember I honestly might have found it through like Shelby or Sadie shout out to both those girls who yeah. Rachel and I <laughs> yeah. know uh, in LA friendship it's nice we love it yeah. but like friend. I would get sent the memes all the time um and then these two, which we're going to hear about it, obviously, in like one second. So I'm kind of stealing their thunder, but um, <laughs> decided to start Uncut Gemini's, which is obviously a like iconic name. Yeah. Incredible. Um, and it's a podcast. So we have new podcasters on. We have yeah. me, who's an old hag. We have Nina, <laughs> who's like somewhere in the middle. Like, it's just this is awesome. And I think I said this to you guys, but you guys are the first like two guests we've had on at the same yeah, time. Yeah, this is so fun oh, to have you really? on. So this is huge. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. We're going to balance attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, wait. So just to start out, since we're talking a little bit about the podcast, can you guys tell our listeners um, about the podcast? I want to also know how you guys met, how you, like, came up with the idea, how it started, just all that jazz all to start out. Yeah. Courtney and I just kind of don't stop talking about pop culture to each other. That's kind of there we the, go. the nemesis, the genesis, nemesis, all the things. You of got, is that a Freudian <laughs> slip? <laughs> You're like, she's my, my arch nemesis. nemesis. She's arch my nemesis. enemy, my dream. I do have some enemies. So We're going good. through an enemies to lovers arc right now. <laughs> I cannot imagine you having one enemy enemies. ever, Rachel. Oh, I think continue. everybody should have enemies because if you don't it have enemies, you. it's like, yeah. who's, who quotes that? Like, if you don't have haters, then you're not doing it right. That's well, yeah. yeah, we we recently had a guest on who said that. And um, we were actually we were talking about this with Courtney before. It's been it's been fueling us through our TikTok yeah. uh, pseudo like we literally that's what I know a video is doing well. I'm like, yeah, that's right. People think I'm ugly. We have one video <laughs> doing well. And some of the comments are just like die. And I'm like, oh, and Nina's like, this is good. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure no, Courtney like, knows a ton news. about this. <laughs> Yeah, um, okay, no one's ever told me that I should die, but I will say I <laughs> I've learned to reframe, you know, hater comments because people only take the time when they're like, "Hey, you're getting too much attention for this. You're getting like mm. too many people are putting power in your voice. Like, I fuck this." And they and that's a compliment, right? There's a there's like a twisted compliment in there of being like they are mad you have a platform. They mad they're mad your voice is out there, you know? totally yep. which is funny because I always said that to other people <laughs> but I think I don't know like all the stuff I've done is on Instagram where people are more like behind your back like yeah. sending shit to mm. each other and saying shit so I haven't I haven't had to like see it <laughs> but I don't know in TikTok it's like yeah, it's a, a wild, savage world or like obviously with something like your platform if it's like bigger and then also you're anonymous and you know you're reaching a huge huge audience whereas mine's like a little niche -er. like it's just it hits different you know yeah. I I think you're right though that Instagram is still one of the kinder platforms like I'm terrified of yeah. Twitter oh, yeah. you know like Twitter is a lawless oh, place yeah. oh yeah like Twitter it's they so just lawless. they'll fucking roast you 
That's so My true. favorite is when you're posting like like you recently were posting something about your tooth like you made a meme about it and then somebody <laughs> like you're like my tooth hurts or, or my bad teeth or something and somebody commented okay body shaming and you respond and you're like I'm literally talking about my fucking tooth my like own. I need to get my wisdom tooth out and that's what I'm talking about here so like what are you talking oh about? My God. <laughs> literally, I'm roasting myself and it's my tooth so it's not body shaming. No it, it blows my mind what people do. I mean I was talking about I was trying to explain this to my therapist because sometimes <laughs> when I like am posting some funny comedy thing or yeah. whatever whether it's like actually a clip of something I did on stage or just something I'm saying on TikTok and I open with like all right guys I know I'm a four or like whatever and then I go into it so that people can't be like you're fucking ugly because I'm like I said it first <laughs> and so like and I was explaining that to my therapist and she was like but you're not and I was like I know but like it just helps okay yeah, yeah. and she was like you're so deeply troubled but then but. it's like damned if you do damned if you don't because yeah. I bet like if you posted that on tiktok people are gonna be like either really sweet about because there is that like stream tiktok that's like girl love yourself like and you're like oh thank you um but then the (laughs) other people are gonna be like oh my god don't say that like it's bad to do that because it triggers others who actually are fours or like you know what i mean like there's always there's always something to get angry about but um, as a three i just want to say like fuck you (laughs) (laughs) like you must be grateful that you're a four um but anyways i'm sorry we totally cut you off so you guys were always talking pop culture which yes. that's what they do in their podcast queens of pop culture <laughs> queens of astrology but yep. yes continue yeah rachel and i have like a weird uh getting to know you story we just like yeah i, f- I feel like we i don't know we're like passing ships in the passing night ships for like finally years. locked yeah <laughs> and then um Aww. and then one day rachel was like move into my apartment building and i did um and oh that was two years ago <laughs> Yeah, we both we both went to NYU. And when I moved out to LA, like I had a mutual friend of Courtney's and uh, I ended up getting invited to a movie night weekly at her house. So I would just show up every week at her house and be like, hey, I'm here now. And she was like, hey, and then we just like, you know, get to know each other when somebody's showing up at your house on a weekly basis. Absolutely. (laughs) You want to talk about nemesis? We had a nemesis in that movie group. There was like a <laughs> there was like a villain in that movie night who would like I think this is maybe the like beginning of our our culture bonding <laughs> is that there was like a guy at that movie night who would always just talk mad shit and we would all leave yeah. and be like what the fuck was up with him like yeah you, you <laughs> tend to like know who trauma. likes the same things that you like when you're like watching yeah. movies together it's a it was a really wholesome now that i think about it like yeah that's I beautiful i just didn't know anybody in la so i would just show up every week and be like i really want friends <laughs> so you guys weren't super close at nyu no we didn't know each other Oh, we, wow. Well, we might well NYU we is a big other, school. Like, one, we went to, like, one thing together or something. I, I knew yeah. of Rachel because she was <laughs> it, she was the star of my friend's <laughs> CSI play. My friend did, like, oh, yeah. a spec play of CSI <laughs> SVU. No, not CSI. I mean Law and Order. Law and Order Law and Order. I got to play yeah. Olivia Benson. She wrote, like, a comedy <gasps> play, and she was, like, cast us all as the SVU That's characters. That's iconic. It was fun. Yeah, really that's fun. really fun. So Rachel so was we, Olivia Benson, the Olivia Benson. And then the after so you were party was famous randomly figure. at my house. Yeah, so we've just been like passing <laughs> ships. And then like I knew she wanted to move out of that other place. And my apartment building, our apartment building, we literally, I'm literally in the same apartment building, is like 
I'm like, I, I know everybody there. I'm like the yeah. mayor of the building. I'm friends with everybody. And I was like, oh, you should move into my building. It's a great building. There's a pool. There's a park. And then she moved in. And then we were kind of like, I don't know, still just passing ships in the same building. <laughs> And mm-hmm. then we kept getting wine with one of our friends named Maxine. So we'd all three hang out like once a month. And then all Courtney and I at those hangouts kept being like, did you watch this? Did you watch this? Did you listen to this? And what about this? And our friend Maxine isn't as into all the niche <laughs> craziness that we're into. And then we'd be like, so she's oh. like, shut up. Yeah, she's like. <laughs> Um, I just wanted to have like normal friendship <laughs> and we're like we want to talk about Maya Rudolph right now and get to the bottom of what's making her tick and they're like okay no we'd be like what do you mean you didn't see that one comment on Z-Way's live stream like yeah yeah so we'd be like, you weren't watching literally it? I'm like you didn't watch Chet Hanks slash Hayes exactly. he also went to Northwestern with me He's like, oh my god and so did Z-Way oh. Z-Way so- was so nice she would wave to me like every day she'd be like hey I'd be oh, like I love that. she seems like a waiver <laughs> I get that vibe. She's a waiver. I love the wave. I love yeah. Oh, watch this. Courtney, what's her sign? Pisces. She's a Pisces. <laughs> Wait, this is yeah. crazy. Yes, I was. So I was listening to your guys' most recent episode, and it's just crazy. Like, you, Rachel, you'll name anyone their mom. And Courtney <laughs> is just like, oh, yeah. And then they're rising. And then, like, in their past, like, their dad is actually a Scorpio, though. So there's a little tension there. And then when I'm they like, were a kid, it, they had an that. orange cat. <laughs> like, she's yeah. <laughs> What are what are you guys' signs? I can't believe we've made it this far in the podcast without acknowledging it. We have to make you guess. No. I have things in my mind, but it's like, I don't want to guess and be entirely wrong. You know? But it's like, okay. We won't hold it against you. Yeah. If it's really bad, we'll cut it. <laughs> yeah, There's no sign I'd be like upset fair. to be guessed as. Okay. Based on the last 16 minutes, <laughs> <laughs> a few guesses. Nina, maybe Leo. You have great hair. Uh, you seem very oh, funny does. and chill. Thank am you. I, oh, that's so nice. Am I way you're, off? <laughs> you're not. She's not, but it's not. It's but a that's good guess. that. But that's like my roommate, so I'm honored. Hey, maybe if good. I had 20 minutes, would have gotten there. <laughs> <laughs> she's a Libra. I'm a Libra. Oh well. Okay. Well, now I feel like I know that Caitlin, you're not a Libra, which would have been my guess. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of Libra friends, so okay. So you're just absorbed. You're both like I have a friend. So, you know, like Wait, K- Caitlin, aren't you a aren't you a Capricorn or are you no. Sagittarius? You're like yes. winter. Winter vibes. I know like no- November December. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. I'm so sorry we really put you on the spot. There, but <laughs> it was just so, so that's fun. Like so fun. I love making people I'm do fun that. and chill. <laughs> I know? love that for myself. Libra and yeah. I'm a Libra. My moon is what was my moon again? It was like my moon. No, moon. you're both Pisces moons. Oh, hey. Oh, yeah. oh so you're yeah. like Kim yeah. Kardashian. Kim Kardashian is a oh. Libra on Pisces moon. Whoa. Wow. Does that mean we're going to be wildly successful? Just like, <laughs> like Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian but yeah. different. <laughs> Great, yes. Only I've up never seen people Only who up. resemble each other more. Also, you would know <laughs> Kim Kardashian's moon. Well, I, I know every Pisces moon, you know, I'm, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, mm. every Canadian knows who's the Canadian, like, it's not, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you and that's Seth hilarious, out there, that's so Alex everybody. Yeah. Justin yeah. Bieber, <laughs> okay, wait, so we're starting to get into the astrology stuff a little yes. bit, so yes. I do want to ask Courtney, like, a little bit about the background, like what made you get into astrology and then start this meme page just because people are going to want to know, yep. you know, and we want to know. Yeah, totally. Um, I 
definitely just like the back of like 17 magazine and like cosmo just like reading all the horoscopes like my whole life like i would always just check all of them because i have mm-hmm. a big family you know always check my friend signs and i would just be like okay what's going on with like everyone this week <laughs> um so built up like kind of a general knowledge of all the signs and then got really into it i think in like high school uh, I would say it's like when I started buying books, some of my books I've had for like more than a decade. Um, and they're so worn down that you can see like exactly when I had a crush on someone, <laughs> um, <laughs> that fucking so Libra funny. that he got you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sagittarius oh. men are horrible. <laughs> so if you had one, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. My current boyfriend is a Sagittarius and my ex-boyfriend is a Sagittarius. <laughs> I said nothing. Hey, I'm sure your boyfriend so, is so wonderful. <laughs> Anyways. He, he is. Oh my God, he I'm is. Dying. He's very, he has a lot of Scorpio placements. I don't know if that makes it better, uh, but. Sounds like me. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I know. <laughs> okay. Well, what's your chart? Do you know, do you know your, your moon and your rising and your other things? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I feel like my chart sounds kind of chaotic. Should we all go around and talk about our our stuff? Guys, you know, if you've listened this far and you don't realize this is an astrology <laughs> episode, I'm so sorry. This is an astrology episode. <laughs> Haven't had one in a year. Sorry, not I'll sorry. I'll keep throwing out Justin Bieber facts, like to keep us in the pop culture. Yeah, just yeah, to yeah. keep yeah. us like, so yeah, there's pop we're culture We're getting all too. of it. Don't worry. And, and I'll also yeah. say that I'm sad to get the mental health in. So like whatever we need, I, I'll, I'll cover. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sad. We... <laughs> I've been sad too. Like here we are. Like we depression. All. Never heard of is her. It, Just kidding. Is it in my chart? <laughs> yeah, is depression in my chart? Kind of. You're a Sagittarius sun. What is your moon and yes. rising? My moon is Scorpio, which is why people are like, that's a chaotic moon. And then my rising is Virgo. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. a Virgo rising too. Fun fact. Let's go. Bonding. Hey, got, we got something in common with, we've got a Venn diagram Everybody. going here, you know? We really yeah, do. Love that. We, we love really some do. connections That's here. amazing. Yeah, because my rising was Scorpio. Was? Well, we looked at it yesterday. Y'all will come to know, no, y'all will come to know that I don't she know a lot really of stuff. Know. Like, I like, pay attention but it's more like i read the cosmo horoscope and i'm like that's fun yeah and then so i was like i gotta refresh myself on some things so i say was because i had to recheck yesterday (laughs) (laughs) no i always like like i honestly like playing the role in our podcast as kind of the audience like of i don't know a ton Mm. about astrology so i'm like what's going on here what's happening what does this mean what are those words you're saying Mm -hmm. and i always think about it as like i like anything that is affirming i guess like for myself i'm like yeah please tell me great (laughs) things about myself but also things Uh that just allow you to reflect on who you are and how you're showing up in the world is what i really like about it totally i definitely think it's fun and i think what i like about it is it helps you gain perspective on people i think that's what's fun about it is like when you can have fun with it when you can see like oh i'm a person who sees the world this way but i understand now where they're coming from and how to not take it personally because mm-hmm. this is what they're informed by based on like their chart or whatever yeah and it doesn't always line up but a lot of the times it does so i take everything personally so <laughs> I used to before astrology. This is an ad. You're like, <laughs> this is an ad. But let's hear the rest of your guys' charts just so we can like knock that out of there. I am a loop. Gemini sun. I'm a Taurus moon and I'm a Cancer rising. 
So Oh, I see that. So this is your like not season season. Yeah, like so it's been like really doing our we just did a top ten Gemini's episode and then we just put out this week a top ten cancers episode and I've been learning so much about myself from these celebrities. I am exactly like Princess Diana, apparently. <laughs> and exactly like Kanye West. <laughs> so I love it. <laughs> oh my God. Is Kanye West a cancer? Gemini. He's a Gemini sun cancer rising. A Gemini. Yeah. Okay, okay. I am exactly oh, like Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. I see God. it for you. A hundred thousand percent. Makes sense. Adds up. And then what about you, Courtney? So I am also exactly like Kanye West. Um, I'm a Gemini sun <laughs> Pisces moon, just like him. Oh my god! And then Virgo rising. That's oh my god. my big old three. We did say that. It's funny that okay. So people and when I had an astrologer on like a year or so ago, um, people are always saying that you know your ascendant. It's how you show up. It's how you present. And I definitely think I have some like Virgo in me especially when I get like over into the details about my work as Nina can vouch for (laughs) like I literally make her listen to the episode 10 times and like (laughs) get like worried about the volume levels but but there are other ways where I feel like I don't really present in that way what would you say like how do you think we should be thinking generally about like each of those three like top three signs would you say Courtney or both of you if Rachel, you have any input. Just well, Justin Bieber had... facts for me. <laughs> no, Rachel, you had you said something cool about it, like, the other day, actually, about it being close to, like, the hero's journey. Yeah, so Do you want to talk I, about that? Well, I, I, did an, I did a reading a, a few years ago with an astrologer who told me that my, the rising sign you can look at, like, your hero's journey. And, like, for cancer, like, very vulnerable, very emotional. Like, if that's my hero's journey in life, like, and I love emotion, like, as an actor and, like, the things I want to make yeah. in life are about emotion. And I, that's why, like, people are always like, I like storytelling. And I'm like, really? I like crying every day. So, like, that's what I'm into. <laughs> so I liked that she phrased it in that way of, like, your rising is – so maybe your Virgo is, like, your hero's journey in life. Like, I always think yeah. of um, – uh, not Oedipus. What's his name uh, from the Odyssey? It's Odysseus. Odysseus. I always Odysseus. think of Odysseus. Odysseus. I imagine yes, myself yes, as Odysseus yes. going towards my emotions. Definitely, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that ties to the fact. So the rising sign dictates your house system. So if you know what time you were born, you can figure out your rising sign, and if you know your rising sign, you can figure out the houses. So because your yeah. rising sign is synonymous with your ascendant is a son is synonymous with your first house of your birth chart so that's like the sign of like yourself it's like the way you look at the world it's the way you interact with it on like a first you know first basis it's kind of like the eyes with which yeah. you look out at the world so like yeah what Rachel was saying about like cancer rising might look at the world in like an emotional sentimental artistic lens Virgo rising yeah. is like kind of critical kind of analytical um and then as far as the hero's journey goes, it's like because each house symbolizes something different, it's characterized by the way that would change. So like I think that the journey is like you go through these different points of like what which house symbolizes family and relationships and marriage and like career and friendship and community and like and so like having these different signs in different houses based on what your rising sign is kind of it, it's what shapes that so in the case of That's like so interesting the career is probably like the, the like pinnacle and it's not necessarily career it can also be like your role in the community so like it's like yeah. the father figure kind of spot so like for 
Virgo rising, I know that our shared midheaven, it can also mm. be called the midheaven, is Gemini. So I think you're actually doing something great as like a Gemini midheaven in that you have taken on this role of like a communicator, you know, like that is Gemini yeah. midheaven versus like a Cancer rising will have a Pisces midheaven, which is yeah. um, about art and about expression. And it's about uh, sometimes it can be related to like religion and spirituality and like, um, Stuff like that, which I think astrology. Also- astrology, yeah. <laughs> I just want you to look at my chart and tell yeah. me if I'm going to be famous like Kanye West or not. That's really why I'm in this long <laughs> Honestly, game. Honestly, we're you. on the same page. Yeah, long game. We're on the I same, mean, we're the same. same page. <laughs> One day we will sit down and we will do a very intimate reading. <laughs> I will tell you that. Oh, so Courtney, do you do readings as well? Is that part of your? I feel like I kind of like I feel like I do them for my friends. I don't really like yeah. charge for them. I did for a while and it was just like super overwhelming. I was always like yeah. under undervaluing how much I should charge for them and then they would take like hours and I would be like, "Oh my god, this is so intense." They're you're like intense. this is not you're my like, full-time yeah. job. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they're emotionally draining cuz you're telling people like this charged information. Yeah. yeah. Super charged information and then it's also like yeah. when you do it, people respond with charged information, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's like yeah. when yeah. you're like so your 8th house is the house of death and it's like, you know, whatever. It's in Aquarius and people will be like, "That's crazy because death in my life has been very you know and then you're like oh wow now we just spend 20 minutes talking about the role of death in your life (laughs) like yeah oh my god yeah that's that's emotionally that's a lot to take on yeah so i wouldn't call myself an astrologer (laughs) (laughs) you're like please don't contact me (laughs) you're like on that note anyone listening don't dm me (laughs) but oh we also never finished uh with you i'm like we could have like eight thousand conversations is this just a kiki i love it it. but um but courtney we never got to so you basically had always loved it when you were younger what led to you starting not all gemini's so my first few months in los angeles were a little lonely like they were just a little rough you know i was in that process of like making friends but i was a pa so i was doing these like 12 hour days and so Mm -hmm. it doesn't really leave a ton of time to like make friends and like date and like do all of us like community building things that uh solve the loneliness and i couldn't get a pet because i lived with three people um so i was doing a lot of communicating with my friends from new york and then also from austin i'm from austin texas and so like i've Mm -hmm. always kept in touch with some of my best friends from austin and so a lot of my friendships were still very much like long distance and a lot of the times they would be texting me just being like hey going on a date tonight like he's a capricorn what do you think like so they'd like send me birth <laughs> charts and stuff and be like all right be honest like do you think it's gonna work and so astrology was very much like at the forefront of my social circle like for those first few months and so i ended up having a phase right after <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to ring up that PA job. But (laughs) also for anyone listening who's not like a Los Angeles person, because PA can be like 20 things. It's a production assistant in this capacity. Sometimes people tell me they're a PA and they work for a doctor. And I'm like, 
yeah. what do you do? And they're like a physician physician assistant. assistant. And I'm like, oh, we do yeah, different personal jobs. assistant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like they're like they're like twenty PAs, and I it. I Close worked, I both acted in LA and worked at a doctor's office. Oh so like, oh I'd always hear you PA really and be like, everyone. that's not a PA. <laughs> and the doctor was like, shut up. I'm like, oh, you're right. Anyways. Um, oh, I Courtney, are I you a like, doctor? You're a doctor. <laughs> no, I was like spilling Ride people's like lunch in my car. Like that was my version of being a PA. But I had like a, a phase where it was like two weeks between a job was supposed to be like oh yeah sorry this is freelance so whatever see you in two weeks and then that turned into three weeks which turned into four weeks and I was like okay fuck you guys how am I gonna pay my rent um and in the meantime I was bored as shit so I started this meme account um and (laughs) then it just kind of snowballed from there and then I got the job like whatever the job started eventually and I was like working on the fucking Peabody's just like sitting on my phone all day making memes um (laughs) And the dream, the dream. Yeah, that and then the in like June, that was like March, is that when I started the account? And then uh-huh. in June, I got an offer to write for Vice. And so I was very excited about uh-huh. that. And I was like, sick, I'm not going to be a PA anymore. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's like, just kind of gone from I there. I was yeah. not paying attention to the PA job. <laughs> uh, yeah, Crushed pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And this was like 2018, right? Yeah, that was 2018. So now we're nice. 2022. What year is it? Oh my god! Oh my god! god. I, I mean, since the pandemic's happened, I'm like, what the fuck is time? Um, and then Rachel, I don't know if you want to give a little bit of your like career journey story background, but um, we we also met through an actor friend, an actor Sadie. Friend. Shout out Sadie. Yeah. Um, so you guys can guess that she's obviously an actress, actor. Yeah, Do you care about that? Um, I never care. I say actor. I, I don't know. I used to I care. I say actor I like too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> like, um, I'm an actress. <laughs> I'm a uh, very, very talented actor and director who no longer has pink hair and would love to be hired by anybody listening to be the the star of your TV show, please. Um, no. Uh, <laughs> Three of us yeah, here. all of it. Um, and then true. Courtney will write it yes. if you need writing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I love this plan. Yeah, I've just kind of guys. Let's just make it. Let's just make, make things. <laughs> Literally, well, that's I think yeah. that's what I like so much about your meme story is like, I'm Courtney calls me a doer. Maybe I'm like Caitlin in that way. I I just like do things. And I don't always know if I think about them beforehand. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. now I have a podcast. Um, like, in New York, I ran an art show for a long time. Like, with all my friends out of NYU, I would, like, have them come and show films and show visual art and show photography. And then I've always been acting, like, um, and I had, did some features last year, which was great. And, like, now I'm trying to write and direct a couple shorts. I, I have one in the works I'm finishing now. So... I don't know. Every day is a new day. And I'm just like, cool. What's next? Who wants to work on a project? That's kind of my vibe. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I have to say, I do miss that energy in LA sometimes. Yeah. Like yeah. I, at times it would overwhelm me because I was like, I just feel like, you know, one of a thousand billion people in this city doing the same thing. But then like at times it's so like we're all in this together, you mm. know, whereas in New York people are like, oh, what is this, like, weird thing you do that makes no money? I'm like, shut up. I feel like, yeah, it's very interesting because I feel like that energy within, like, the acting community in L.A. is Mm -hmm. similar to the, like, comedy community in New York. Like, everyone's, like, doing a million things all the time and, like, 
we're all in it together but also then you can zoom out and be like there's so many comedians literally <laughs> i look at it like like i was just traveling and traveling makes me feel really small in a really good way like i'm like yeah. oh wait there are so many fucking people on this planet who have thoughts and worries and things they want to make and do who cares about what i'm making like it's just like i can make yeah. my st- i look at it as like it's like the opposite of competition. Like we think that we're the center of our universe and then you go and you're like, no wait, everybody wants to do everything and that's okay. We kind of all can do things. I don't know. Yeah. I get really Everyone's the main character of their own life. Yeah. No, I mean, traveling, it's so great for that kind of perspective. This one over here just, climbed mount kilimanjaro like and now i'm taking her to now i'm taking her to a climbing workout class tomorrow and i didn't realize how fucked up is that she was like do you want to go to this workout class and i was like yeah for sure like for free so i was like thinking i'm doing a nice thing i'm like come on like whatever i'll be an influencer for a day let's like send this and i was like by the way what kind of workout is it i'm like oh rise nation she's like you mean the climbing class? I was like, that's so fucked. I was like, I just literally climbed a mountain for seven days. Okay, wait, where is this mountain? Where is it located on planet Earth? I literally don't know. Africa. It's in Tanzania, in Africa. Is it cold? Like uh, at the top, it yeah, is. Yeah, like do, at the top. do you have to do like like I, what's that video that uh, documentary that just came out of? He climbed like fourteen peaks in a year. Oh, like fourteen uh, peaks. Yeah, that's like a little are different. Are you doing so, that? Kilimanjaro no god no I would die but like Kilimanjaro is basically the one kind of like major peak that really anyone could do I mean obviously it's not easy but it's like you don't have to be technically trained like you can kind of just like set your mind to it and do it and it's obviously not easy but anyone could technically do it you know like you don't have to be like oh i'm a climber you're pretty much just hiking i um, literally force myself to go on walks i don't know if anyone can do it like <laughs> <laughs> you walk really slow it's i walk my thing. dog four times a day i'm like i'm a hero <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow that was annoying that time <laughs> but uh yeah i i love that energy from both of you and that story but um I I totally lost my train of thought, but I think this based on the clock is actually a good time to segue into quarter life qualms so we can talk a little bit more about our 20s and what the fuck we're doing in them. First question is, what is something that has happened to you guys in your 20s or beyond that has shaped who you are today? Just starting small. (laughs) Where to begin? (laughs) I'm trying to decide if I should talk about like my account because that like really put a ringer in my life um Mm. or if i should talk about uh my epilepsy because that also really Mm. fucked up my life (laughs) um i don't know any any votes here tell one sentence from each one and we have to like put it together okay and then we have to decide (laughs) and then the the listeners get like really mad that we don't pick the right one and then we do like a patreon that we both get money for yeah just talk talk about both. both I got diagnosed with epilepsy when I was a senior in high school. I was like, literally New Year's Day. Like, I'll never forget. I like woke up on New Year's Day and it was like after you're like sleeping over with all your friends. And I went downstairs to get some water and I just had a seizure. Um, So I got to get like carted away uh, in front of all the besties. Um, And then I went to college like a few months later in New York and my parents were like, uh you sure bud and i was like yes um but that meant that i had a lot of like hospital trips a lot of ambulances in my 
uh, college experience. A lot of like being like, hey, actually, you can't like binge drink the way all your buds can mm-hmm. because you'll wake up and have a seizure. Wow, um, so it's drinking really. And that fucking sucked. There's like a connection between drinking and it. Yeah, like dehydration mm-hmm. is huge. So it's like, uh, you know, drinking too much coffee. Stimulants really yeah. is the thing. So um, coffee, alcohol, like being tired, um, Adderall, like uh, I can't take like, I can't fix my ADHD ever because I can't take like Vyvanse or Adderall or anything. So I'm just destined to be like this forever. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was very shitty i got it in under control i think by the end of college but yeah i was like doing like sleep studies and stuff in the middle of like my college experience like during the like finals i don't know it fucking sucked you're like i'm already not sleeping during finals i don't need sleep studies on top of it god yeah i'm sorry that sounds really fucking tough um if you don't mind me asking like what what was like what's the sensation of it do you like know when you're having a seizure like I'm just curious it's different when uh you are heavily regularly medicated the way I am and when you are like yeah not so when you're not it's more like out of your control like if you have like a grand mal seizure there are Mm. different kinds of seizures so grand mal seizure like literally in french is like the big bad um and that's the one where you like piss your pants (laughs) um which i terrifyingly did on halloween my freshman year of college with little cat slit eyes like contacts i can't imagine what that looked like for like the like dorm security guard but uh, that happened. <laughs> Wait, I, I I came home my freshman year of college, Halloween, blackout, broke my microwave, shattered everything on the floor. So this is making me feel better about that experience. <laughs> so, <laughs> Great. Good. Thank Good. you. I really, I'm glad. To... <laughs> so glad. Oh, I know, I feel like I like killed the vibe. No, no. <laughs> I have a friend with epilepsy, so it's like actually so interesting because she was just like, I don't know what that, like when she first it was in college when she we were all at like brunch when it happened mm. and all of us were like what the mm. fuck is going on um yeah. and so but it was one of those things where I, I feel like so many people like know what epilepsy is like on a scientific level but don't really know what it is what, what it, it looks like like yeah, it looks how like, it affects yeah. people you know i totally agree I think people look at, like, the representation in, like, TVs and movies, and they see, like, people going, like, feral. Like, they're, like, it's like your, like, mouth, like, I don't know, foaming and shit. And that's not exactly. It's more like, with me, it's like I can't control my, like, eyes, and I can't control my neck. Like, I feel my neck turning back, and it's like, that's kind of a trigger. I also, like, I have, like, a tremor in my hand. So, like, Mm. I I know you can't see this because it's on a podcast, but it's like my hand will start, like, flipping, my right hand specifically. And it's just like you like black out, like you like come to and you're like, oh, fuck, I just had a seizure. Like you're kind of fuzzy. Um, But it's like so fucked that this happened to you as you were going to college when it's I guess this is why you guys do this podcast, because it's like, what the fuck? You're supposed to go through a great time in your life or just you're already going through so (laughs) many things, moving to New York City, being in this huge place, which is like enough. And then all this other shit happened. Yeah, I know that literally it's exactly what you said. Like, that's part of the podcast. It's like there's just so many things that are out of our control. But the the one kind of humanizing thing about it is even if not everyone has that exact experience, so many people have shit going on or 
you know, something that didn't line up the way they thought it was going to planning wise or like navigating something that doesn't make sense to them. And in your 20s in particular, I would say. But um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm really glad you spoke about that because I yeah, I I do think we know less than we think we do, mm-hmm. like in the general population. I don't know anything, so yeah. I yeah. think it'll be. Helpful. I mean, yeah. if you ever see someone having a seizure, fun, fun facts, you should turn them. You just have to protect their head, make sure they don't get injured, mm-hmm. turn them on their side. Like if they're eating, get it out of their mouth. And uh, if you are dealing with someone like me, yeah. don't call the ambulance until the seizure has been going on for like 10 minutes because I don't want to pay for the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> so, so real. Ambulances are that's like where we're at. over like <laughs> thousands. So yeah, yeah, it's Insane. Oh my god, my boyfriend got his appendix out this mm-hmm. year and we were at another hospital and they're like, You need to go to this other one. It's down the street and they're like, Cool, we're gonna call him and I was like he was like in pain on morphine and I was like, We cannot afford that. We are not calling an ambulance. You're like, we're gonna walk. I was you're like, like no. we will like, get okay. an Uber, thank you. Yeah. I was like, We are He's not like delirious. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, You're not so calling so an ambulance. Oh He's like, You're god. right. <laughs> He's like, You're right, that will suck. Literally so in much severe later. pain. It's like, yeah. no, 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 let's walk. <laughs> you're like, babe, babe, I love you, but not that much. Like, that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man um oh my God. but then do you want to also get into the kind of changes i feel like that it's came... a positive yeah your account yeah the positive is that i was like very much surprised by like not all gemini's going viral i was not expecting that at all i started it entirely for fun and just kind of to like fuck with my friends and make fun of them yeah. you know like and then it just sort of it went viral really in may which was like right around like right before gemini season which was very lucky and um then it really just spiraled that summer was like i think i had like 150,000 by like leo season was like (laughs) and then it just kept going from there she marks it by the different seasons i I love love that i remember i remember being like oh shit i was like just like certain being in certain places being like oh this is cool yeah, like yeah. this is kind of picking up well, also leos love reading shit about them so it's perfect you're yeah. like oh it hits by leo season they want to read about them <laughs> yep. like yep. here we go <laughs> our podcast schedule is literally by season that's so amazing funny. I amazing love it. i love that it's only right. work this way yeah <laughs> that's so fucking funny you gotta monitor the vibe for your recording <laughs> Oh my gosh. Fuck the right. months. Fuck right. the months. What Fuck are months? Month. We're looking at the lunar calendar. <laughs> Absolutely. No, but then it's just been like, oh shit. Like I thought I moved to LA to be like a screenwriter. And now I'm in this world of like, how am I really going to pay for being a fucking meme admin? <laughs> and it's like, well, like influencing shit. Like it's like selling ads, you know, mm-hmm. like there's um, like starting merch, like learning how to run a website. Like a lot of things that I was just like, just skills I didn't have, like that got very much sharpened by this experience um and that was cool that's kind of why i like the doing of things because like i'm sure you guys have figured this out like even doing a podcast like people are like i have to have all the skills to be able to be creative and it's like no you kind of don't you You just learn as you go and you learn as you go exactly so true so true yeah Yeah, and and then you run a meme account and then (laughs) well i also had like a really lame like 
pun in my mind. I'm like, you wanted to be a screenwriter, but now you're a meme writer. Um, <laughs> hey. Hey, there we go. Hey. Oh, thank you guys that for indulging me that one. Good. Yes. There's All the here. listeners are like rolling their <laughs> eyes. Um, but yeah, no, I, I totally relate to that too. I mean, I came out to LA to act, you know, I came back to New York still expecting to act. I actually have to call my agent, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's been a minute. I'm like, hi, like, mm, we uh, still doing this thing? I should um, probably do that too. Right. Uh, but, um, but starting the podcast, like I, I didn't have a lot of the skills and you kind of just, you know, learn as you go. And I mean, obviously all those skills that you acquired during the meme stuff will help your guys podcast so much. And so it's like actually ends up working out really well. It's just what the universe wanted for you, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the last question about the account and I want to hear from Rachel. Sorry, this is my Virgo energy coming out. I'm like, we must stick to the timeline, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but is, um, what is like the process like of like making the memes themselves? Like, how do they come to you? Like, what are <laughs> like, I, I just, because I can't imagine, like, there's so much, like, stockpile material. Like, how do you find it? Yeah. How do you think of them? I guess, what's the creative process? It's, like, different every time. You know, yeah. sometimes, like, an image will go viral. Like, you know, this last week, it's been a lot of, like, the Barbie, the Barbie movie. movie. Yeah. You know? So like, much Barbie movie. So much Barbie movie. People are just obsessed with it. And so sometimes with stuff like that, I'm like, okay, I got to make, you know, I got to take advantage of the fact that people are obsessed with this mm. image right now. Um, or like a specific meme format going around, you know, like, um, I don't know, like the homophobic dog or like yeah. or American know, girl affirmation. Oh, yeah. The American oh, girl. Yeah. Dog I, no, so I've funny. got I fucking hate the American girl. Doll memes, <laughs> They're but that's so me. funny to me. Um, <laughs> but there's yeah. So sometimes it starts with that other times it just starts with me being like depressed and wanting to like speak my mind. Like, I'm like, I want to talk about this thought I have. <laughs> Like, I don't know, like this week I bought, I like, I haven't been vaping in forever. Like I, like, I don't, I don't smoke nicotine at all, but I do smoke a fuck a lot of weed and <laughs> I kind of stopped on vaping for a while. Cause I was like, oh, this is fucking with my voice. And everyone's talking about popcorn lung and shit, mm. but I, hey, now it's beach season, which means it's vape season. <laughs> and, oh my God. and so now I'm like back in the vape zone and I keep thinking, I'm like, oh, is this going to like fuck with me? And so this last night I was just like, hi. And I was like, I want to make a meme about how I'm afraid that vaping is going to like fuck with me. <laughs> um, and so other times it comes from the idea and it's like more about finding an image that suits the idea I want to convey. It's yeah. so crazy that you can just like have an idea and then share it with hundreds of thousands of people because when I have an idea I just run into my living room and I'm like boyfriend what do you think about this, this, this? and he's like please stop you told me this yesterday and the day before and like, oh like, it's like I'm just annoying Rachel's boyfriend is also like the sweetest human on the planet so he's definitely not like that he's definitely like that's a wonderful thought <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's oh so funny that's true. Um, Rachel what about you what's something that's informed your who you are that's happened and oh, it doesn't fuck. have to be in your 20s it can just be like you know yeah it's hard life. because i get real dark real quick um <laughs> okay. that is welcome like on this that's podcast okay. i know i don't seem like that because i am very like positive and uplifting which is probably like why i've what my 20s have become yeah. like i lost my dad when i was 14 really suddenly and that kind of changed the course of like the human brain <laughs> of yeah. like, oh, wow, fuck, your things are real. And then like going to college, I remember like being pretty depressed and angry. 
and then now I'm like my mom is also going through cancer so it's like this craziness of like oh fuck I have parents who are not going to be alive and how do I grow up really quickly and so that being said like my mom is really really positive Mm -hmm. so I think the course of my 20s have been just kind of like dealing with like anger and depression that I've gone through and then figuring out how to be like okay well I'm alive today and I still have to like exist as a person who has who sometimes still gets upset if like their friend didn't text them back like you can still get yeah. upset about really small things yeah. even when like really big things are happening mm-hmm. so it's, it's all a balance yeah. yeah that's a great point I mean honestly I feel like that's something god bless my therapist there's so many things my therapist has said like no that's valid that you're upset about this stupid petty thing because it's same thing yeah. for me I'm like oh but all this other crazy shit is happening in my life like how could I possibly be upset about that and she's like because that's a normal thing to be upset about so I think that's a good point to just be like there's normal things to get upset over even when they seem like small or whatever in, in comparison yeah. to the the yeah. major things like it's okay to be like yeah yeah like I still always treat my mom like she's my mom you know what I mean like you totally. still get annoyed with your mom like even <laughs> if she has cancer you're like okay well you're being annoying right now you know what <laughs> I, I know it sounds crazy but it's no like, I love that's that just, <laughs> Kind of my relationship with her. And I love her. She's like, I just went to (laughs) travel to Paris with her. She's like my best friend. But you still like just putting your reality in in check. I don't know. So like sometimes, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Courtney's like, Rachel's off. No, I'm just thinking of so many jokes I cannot make on this podcast right now. (laughs) You honestly could go off, pop off. (laughs) Well, I'm just picturing you in Paris being like, mom. What, you think that because you have cancer, you get to get your way? Like, <laughs> you're like, we're not eating the croissants at this hour. We're eating them right. like in two hours. It's on the agenda. Mom. <laughs> oh my God, I think it's so more funny. like she has a, like noticing your parents' anxieties and being like, mm. holy shit, this all is where it comes from. Like, oh, yeah. And then you're like, you're like, mom, you're really anxious. And she's like, no, I'm not. Uh, what did you, what, and then like staring at her phone all day, you know, like yeah. just like, and you're like Oh, wait, we are, are the same person. Like I know. Yeah. yeah. A horrifying thing. We mm-hmm. realize again and again. <laughs> it's so scary. Terrifying. Ugh. Yeah. Let's that's dark. It. No, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, I think in a way, like as I've talked about on the podcast and stuff, like having had depression and mental health issues in general, it's definitely part of like my story and my journey as well. And I think in a way, like I, I don't want to, you know, speak for you and your feelings in any way. So feel free to I correct really me. I really want you to. So please. Okay. Feel please. free to correct people. me. I don't want to think a th- single thing. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, but I think if anything, that's probably a good sign because I feel like sometimes when I'm like in the deepest throes of my depression, I don't think I even like deserve to have an opinion. Like I'm so yeah. like down in the dumps that like, I'm not even allowing myself to have those interactions that could be like contentious or could be normal. Like everything, like I'm playing it so safe that it's so like, you know, so I think, yeah. So I think it can be like, you know, obviously it's good to appreciate things going on around you and to, and to see the world with that kind of perspective um, that you have because of it, but you also don't want to lose sight of just being like someone in your twenties because of mm-hmm. what you're going through. So I think mm. it shows that some of you is still like, you know, grounded to that, like 
reality that doesn't have to do with all the darkness, which I think is great. I've been practicing like telling people, like telling mm-hmm. people that I'm sad when I'm sad. Like yeah. this past weekend, like after trial, I was like so depressed, like in bed for like two days. Like, and it's like you go through this, and I but was practicing like sharing that with people. I'm not quite sure how I feel about it because it's hard. Mm-hmm. So like like a bunch of my neighbors were, like going to the pool, and they knew I was back, and I was like, hey, I'm not feeling great today. Uh, not gonna be there. And I feel like they just thought I was hungover or something. And it's like, I'm just, and I'm not like, I'm not like, I just wanted to share that sort of thing. And so I, I don't know. I, I'm just worried. And even like I told Courtney this weekend, I was like, yeah, I'm feeling really depressed this week. And just saying that feels a little more like I'm being more honest with everybody around me yeah. than just pretending I'm totally fine and like forcing myself to go to the pool and like be around people and then probably drink alcohol, like all these things that would probably make me feel worse. Worse, Yeah. yeah with it being a depressant and such. Yeah. I think it's like a form of self care and it can be really hard to do. And it's like having known you, like you're very, very good at masking, which you kind of like alluded (laughs) to. So it's like, it's good to like, you know, take off the mask sometimes, especially, you know, when that's also your job when you're acting, like it's okay to like kind of show that vulnerability and that you know more sensitive side so but I'm sorry that is a really difficult road to be going down but I think just like like kind of how Courtney said about like epilepsy like if you see this happening like I guess just like allow people to share I think is what it is like uh I like to share a lot uh and about my life and I think like my mom likes to share about it so if it's weird because people always feel they need to say something but again it's like the old like oh yeah just listening yeah. just letting people talk so about true. it absolutely so true. like letting them hold space for it but don't do that with epilepsy actually help <laughs> <them>. <laughs> just <You're> listen like, <laughs> just listen just watch <laughs> observe <laughs> like seizing in the restaurant and you're like, Are you okay? like, you're like <laughs> also i love the ability we all have to get like very dark and then make it funny yeah. so like, it's literally my <laughs> profession <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh my god, you, you have, have to. to. Like, if you can't laugh about like pissing your pants having a seizure, <laughs> like, why well, have, have a seizure? A seizure. Oh, Don't have that. such a fucking <laughs> lame seizure. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. But yeah, I. But thank you guys for sharing all of that with us. We really appreciate it. Um, do you want to go to the next? Yeah, question? thank you for having this platform. Uh, yeah, of no, of course. Okay, so this question is one that I'm really excited about. Um, changing the tone a little bit changing the tone (laughs) okay so what characteristics of either like sun moon and rising or like one of them have changed uh, like over the course of your 20s like what things have kind of developed in relation to astrology like in your life so like is there one where you feel like your relationship to it has changed or it's become more pronounced or less pronounced or maybe something like that yeah I actually think even being with Courtney and learning more about this and learning more about myself like we we try to do this thing on our podcast where we love to talk shit but then we'll make it Mm -hmm. positive and so like I think being a Gemini I mean of course can have such a tough rap sometimes (laughs) and things that I used to look at myself that I thought were negatives like being so fucking talkative Mm and um and making sure everybody at my house is having a good time and and if they're being you know and and just being like too much too much is something I felt I've dealt with with myself and then like re-looking at that and being like no 
it's okay to be this person and to like share things. And Courtney says I'm communicative, so <laughs> that's a good thing. You know? It's okay like, to be the fun friend. They're just things. jealous. <laughs> yeah. Instead of like, because I would go home and be like, maybe everybody thinks I'm annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I hope they don't. And just kind of learning to embrace those things and love them more about totally. myself. Yeah. Like Gemini's, we get I it. I love sometimes. Gemini's. I have so many Gemini friends. Gemini's and Sagittarius's are actually like, they're opposite signs but they're really similar in a lot of ways i think courtney yeah. you can tell me if i'm wrong one of my best friends yeah. in the whole world is a yeah. sagittarius my friend keisha and oh my goodness she's like my soulmate yeah. but we we definitely like when we were 12 would like like the same boys. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you know what i mean and now we're like now we're like lol i'm so glad Soul we're like friends. sisters yeah, life, yeah. that's know. like it's... my friend maddie too i feel like it's like um the opposite signs can be really powerful. well the opposite signs are interesting because I feel like with me and Maddie, it's like it will manifest in a lot of the same ways, but we'll think about it differently or like our approach to getting there will be mm. different, which is, I don't know, just interesting. Um, yeah. But what about you, Courtney? I think that's very astute. I have like a theory that like uh, with <laughs> with the sister signs, mm-hmm. that's what the like opposite yeah. signs are, you know, refer to a lot. Um, I have a theory that a lot of the times it's like, I'm you, but stronger you know like or like or like i'm you but you know just like a slightly different something i love about sagittarians is that when i hang out with them i'm like god you're like what i want to be like you're like so many so much of what i want to be is like i want to be more honest like i want to be someone who can like be yeah be yeah like that brutal honesty that like sagittarius is known for like i want to be a person who can like vocalize what's wrong more you know Mm -hmm. and i want to be able to I don't know, be more comfortable with being like bombastic. Like, I think this is kind of what Rachel was talking about. Maybe this is a Gemini trait of being like, we love people so much that it's like, we kind of want to adapt to whatever's going on. And like, that is, that's a totally a Gemini trait. But like Sagittarius is more like, no, I'm going to make friends with whoever I want because I'm being myself and like the people who like me, we're just going to get along. It'll be fine. Yeah. And I'm like, I want that more that like, you know, that like kind of centered, like, self-concept you know what I mean I think at my best I'm like that but you know we all have our other stuff coming in so I I mean I've definitely had like people pleasing tendencies and then I've had phases where I'm like I'm just gonna scream from the mountains and (laughs) don't care what people think and tell you if your shirt looks dumb (laughs) <laughs> yeah the the I mean, yeah. <laughs> sorry where are you guys <laughs> no i'm just like you also like we we never truly know how we're coming off to the world which mm, is like probably so my true. greatest paranoia same but, um so true it was um, that was something that was unlocked in my 20s before that i was like everything's <laughs> fine like i think every like i don't know i'd get like kind of nervous about things but like i don't know in my 20s there was a point where I was like I did not realize I came off that way and that is <laughs> like oops. a learning lesson yeah <laughs> I think self-awareness is a curse I'm like yeah. what why why yeah. come on this is just gonna make me feel insecure and shitty about myself yeah, yeah. Be real. Like, <laughs> seriously oh my gosh but Courtney do you have like a part of your chart that you're you feel like has changed or ebbed and flowed I, I mean, I feel like all of it. I think that like I got very in touch with my Pisces moon during the pandemic because, mm. you know, your moon sign is that like that sign of like emotionality and like it is kind of who you are at home. And then I spent two fucking years at home, you know, <laughs> like and that was just so much of me like by myself. And so like I did a lot of things that were very Pisces, you know, like I did the artist's way. I got really into my artistic side. I, I got like it. 
I mean, Pisces is really spiritual. I learned tarot, you know, like there are just so like, fun. a lot. I love tarot. <laughs> but yeah, I fucking love tarot. Tarot rules. I just did like a lot of kind of like inward sort of things. And Gemini is so outward, you know, it's so extroverted and loves people, loves doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think the last couple of years I've been, I've gotten so much more introverted and so much more riding that Pisces wave. I don't know. I have a theory that. that the pandemic taught me that I'm actually an introvert. Because yeah. I'm oh, yeah. the biggest extrovert. Like, I, I'm always around people. I'm always like, hello, da, 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 da. hi, new person. Yep. What's up? What's going on? And then I, w- I learned the definition of an extrovert is do you gain energy from other people? Yeah. And yeah. introverts do not gain energy from other people. And I was like, okay, wait. I didn't realize in order to be this person I am when I go out on a Friday night for like seven hours, I spend so much time alone just sitting there to get like ready for that. Or like I I didn't even consciously realize that was happening, but it's this time to just like hoard in. So I don't know. Are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? We should all, we should all check on this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a great question. Honestly. Yeah. I think I go back and forth. I'm definitely a combination. (laughs) I don't mean to brag, but when I'm (laughs) depressed, I'm a bit of an introvert. (laughs) (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) I know it's crazy. Really? Right. Um, But yeah, so I think it changes for me, but I definitely, I think that's something like as I've gotten older, I I do get more um, energetically taxed by social interactions that go on for a long time or I'm like more sticking to like people I'm way closer to. Whereas like in my younger 20s, I was like very much like a party animal and I'll still have my party animal moments. I'd still say I'm like, at my core an extrovert but I definitely need my recharge time like I 100% so I totally get where you're coming from with that you're an extrovert I am but it's (laughs) so I am an extrovert but it's funny because like because I literally could make friends with a fly like I I really am that way and Rachel I feel like you're probably similar in that way too like I absolutely can but there will be moments where like I have four shows in a row. I've just talked to all of the audience members and I've talked to all of the other comedians and then my friends want to go out and I get to the bar and I'm just like, there's nothing. There's nothing. I have nothing. (laughs) Like I will not talk to a single person here. I'm just going to sit here and have my drink and just look at everyone. And that's completely fine with me. Like, but it's, it's funny because I go back and forth because there are times where I'm just like, people are shocked that I need to be alone because they're like, you're on stage, like talking about your Mm. like hookup life and all these different things. Like, how do you need to be alone? And I'm like, no, I like need to be alone and just sit there and do nothing. Yeah. I've definitely never been one of those girls. Like I've had friends like this where they're like, they can't be alone. Like they're like, Oh my God, I'm going to the bathroom. Can you come? We're going to get ready. Come over to get ready because I can't get ready alone. Like that's very, I mean, Mm -hmm. also I'm an only child. I grew up in New York city, which is all very like independent vibes. But, um, yeah. yeah, guys, let us know slide into our dms yeah are you has this conversation made you change the way you identify i also want to know if other people are like me that sounds so weird you guys i don't do like know a lot about astrology as you guys have definitely uh you're learning but um obviously considering i had to like check a piece of paper on like my signs um but one like little question with this because i know it's gotten a bad rap of being like a girl asking a guy on a first date like what time they were born or something like that but mm, i mean I, you know i feel like there's stuff behind that like should we really be checking this shit out courtney <sighs> i 
I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I mean, I think because I'm like the astrology girl, I try not to bring it up unless someone else is bringing it up. Yeah. You know, like no, but like, it's like, should you ask? Should you like if a guy tells you he's a Scorpio on a first date? Is that a problem? Like, should she be like? I, that's what you're asking, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah, it depends. That's what that's it what I mean. Is like I don't think you should. Sign, I don't right? think you should try and like heed warning unless it's like. <laughs> Like, you know, like you should like, because also the other thing is like, you never know what's in the full chart yeah, and the full chart like, yeah. says so mm-hmm. much, mm-hmm. you know, like when you look around, you're uh, like best friends, it's probably not like perfectly all of the signs that you're the sun signs mm-hmm, that you're like mm-hmm. most compatible with. But like with you two, well, you guys are compatible with both your sun signs, <laughs> and your moon signs. but I was going to say that <laughs> you, you ha- both have water moons, you know, yeah. like you never know what those like common threads are. And Mm -hmm. I was actually super surprised and had a lot of fun when I first got really into like looking into people's full birth charts at seeing like where the connections were with my longest friendships. And they're super interesting. Like, I don't know. Yeah. One of my friends I've been friends with for like 13 years is like Virgo sun, Gemini moon, Scorpio rising. And it's like, you just kind of have to shift things around in my chart for those like things to match up do you know what I mean? yeah. it's like i'm virgo rising and, and gemini sun and so it's yeah. like we have those things like kind of swapped in certain areas and so but we're both rocking with that like mercurial energy mm. you know what i mean yeah yeah i think Not um i think a lot of people just do it for the kind of like shock factor like you know it's like teasing energy it's like kind of like younger dating energy like oh my god you're like a Taurus man like Mm. I can't date you which I've definitely joked about before so who am I to say Um, (laughs) they're just so stubborn literally the beginning um, of this episode but it's but it's but it's not like there's no validity to it in that like as you were saying Courtney it's like your sun sign doesn't fully define who you are so it's like there's no two signs that are wholly incompatible maybe on surface level they can be somewhat but it's it's more about like the entirety of your chart I should also say I'm like a total hypocrite here like I'm absolutely <laughs> lying right now like I you know like guys I, I'm mostly we change saying this on because this podcast. like we grow and change every minute <laughs> everything I say is a lie <laughs> but like I, for real like I there are signs that I know I have not had good relationships with yeah. and I'm kind of like ah this is a pattern but other Gemini's in my life have great relationships with mm-hmm. and so I'm just like there's got to be something some pattern yeah, here yeah. that like makes them makes it this way yeah. right yeah no I think that that makes sense it, it just depends on the person but I would say kind of back to what we were saying before about astrology for people who are less open to it like take it as something that could just be fun or informative like Mm -hmm. if you don't care a lot about you don't have to care a lot about it it's like when guys like yell at you for things it's like well I don't yell at you for liking your dumb like football game (laughs) now suddenly I'm getting sexist okay Mm -hmm. anyways (laughs) I love football um for the last question for core life qualms and then we have a fun game to play um, I know we're going a little over, but like this is fun. There's, there's a, it's a four-way. It's a, so there's a it's lot. A four there's way. A, it's a four-way. Yeah, four we're having a. We love guys. A it's our first four-way. That's why I showed up. That's so hot. <laughs> um, what is one of the biggest lessons that you feel like you've learned in your twenties so far? Friendship is important. <laughs> that. I don't know. I've been I've been feeling that in LA. Like mm-hmm. I felt really lonely in New York. Like after college, a lot of my friends moved away. And I feel really grateful for, like, a community that I've built in L.A. And, yeah, yeah, just, like, 
I feel like we have better tools in life for navigating like romantic relationships weirdly because like if like a romantic relationship like you have more conversations about like what's going on here how is this doing you know and and friendship it's so confusing sometimes it's like what's going on here how do you feel about me you know and just like I just think navigating friendship is really interesting and something I've been thinking about a lot lately maybe because i'm not dating actively so there's that but also like like, this is my dating (laughs) yeah i think that like there's different ways to navigate like who is bringing me joy in my life who is not and just uh communicating that to people and uh, when somebody is bringing you joy i don't know appreciating that yeah mine is sort of similar is that like i had like a ton of friends in oh well, this sounds like such a brag i had a ton of had friends a i'm fucking i'm a gemini <laughs> i have a lot of friends um so yeah po- popular lots of friends uh no just like was i was part of a lot of like clubs and stuff in uh both high school and in college which just meant that i had a lot of friends who were like not the deepest relationships and um so i think the thing that i have been learning through my 20s is how valuable it is to me to have um I don't know friendships that really matter and also friends that bring me like joy mm-hmm. you know like because yeah. there are friendships that you can sit in that are like you know Draining. like mm-hmm. not joyful yeah. yeah like not fucking fun yeah. and like I want all my friendships to be fun and mutually supportive and bring things to my life and I want to bring things to their life and like it sounds so fucking obvious like that should be the most obvious thing <laughs> in the world and yet And yet, like, I felt like there, I feel like there have definitely been times in my life where I was hanging out with people and I was like, God, this makes me miserable. Why do we hang out? And I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm very much prioritizing people who I have fucking fun with, you know, Mm -hmm. and who I like as people. And I'm like proud to call them my friends. Yeah. I think also when you're younger, it's so easy to like fall into these groups where you don't necessarily like identify with each person in the group and just kind of end up spending a lot of time with Mm -hmm. them anyways and I feel like as you go through your 20s and get older you start really hanging out with like people for the people more if that makes sense like you're not always just like going because 10 people are going you're going because these two people you really like like Nina's gonna meet my friend Jenny tonight from college because I both like them as like individuals you know it's more of those kinds of hangs as you get older so um yeah yeah, I I love that appreciating friendship so So cute cute. um (laughs) okay so we're gonna play a game that we created for you guys it's based off of Courtney's doing uh like finding okay for background for people who do not follow not all Gemini's psychopaths out there just kidding everyone go follow she has a game (laughs) where she'll take tweets about like he's a 10 but or like she's a 10 but they're a 10 so basically instead of being like he's a 10 but he doesn't fold his laundry oh he's a six or whatever instead of doing that she'll like say which sign it is and like which it. sign would do this thing so we're gonna read you different variations of they're a 10 but and you guys have to decide which sign it would be that's so, so that's fun. Right. That's so i love fun. it right. i love it let's do it yeah. okay first one um they're a 10 but they think every moment of their life is a movie <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, that's like Aries, Leo, <laughs> Cancer. I 
yeah, I think that those are the ones that are like constantly just like looking around and being like, oh God, this minuscule thing is like, <laughs> this is this is my thing. This for is the my day, character you know? arc. <laughs> this is my hardship. This is my character defining. Yeah, I was gonna moment. say Leo. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I it's a very that. Leo thing. Um, and for people listening who've somehow gotten this far, a lot of Leos are famous actors. So well, our yeah, we're our go. top 10 Leo list next month. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, like, we had a lot of cancers that didn't make the list. I'm nervous for the amount of Leos. It's going to be a lot. Okay, number two is they spend more time scrolling Netflix for a movie than watching it. <laughs> oh, wow. I think that's probably Gemini, probably Virgo. Libra. You just named my house. You just named the people in my apartment. (laughs) Well, okay. Yeah. Which is probably true. Do you feel like you're a scroller? Yeah, I either come in with a plan or I'm not doing it. I think they. I'm a scroller. I'm a scroller. It takes me ages. I can't make a decision to save my life. But I'm also a Libra. So I think it's like Libra's the strongest choice. Scroller. Okay. For a scroller. It's Nina. I'm with Libra. Next one is. They never miss a music festival. I mean, I feel like the people in my life who go to music festivals are Aquarians and Sagittarians. I was going to say Sagittarius. Really? Yeah. That's so funny. I thought Aries. And maybe Leo. But also, that's like a bell. Oh, my goodness. Our friend Abel. Oh, my goodness. I went to an EDM show with him, and I like don't go to EDM. And it was I was like, wow, this is magical. The only way to do it is on drugs. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, which sign does the most drugs? Yeah. (laughs) Sagittarius does probably do a lot of drugs. (laughs) Well, you know who I'm thinking of that's like the queen of Coachella is Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. Like, I feel like she is like the person who like introduced cultural appropriation to the zeitgeist with her like feathers and her free people shit. And introduced Austin Butler to play Elvis. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! They dated forever. That's but what, what's her sign? Podcast. So she's a Sagittarius, mm, and I, I feel like that—that's the energy of like we're just gonna go have a fucking good time. Like let's yeah. get a morning band, like, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> the next one is they ask you to do part of the group project, then redo it for you, anyways. Oh, uh, I mean, that's like definition of Virgo, definition right? Definition like, Virgo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like very Virgo. But, I feel uh, like I have Capricorn friends who would do that too, though. Capricorn? Uh, yeah, Capricorn is a solid second choice. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, I think that Capricorn, though, is more like delegation. They're more mm. like, oh, this is exactly what I need you to fix, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. And then they just have oh you redo gosh. it and redo it. I think that's where my Virgo rising comes out is where I'm just like, I don't even want to do it myself. But I'm just like, I have this instinct of being like, I want to do it myself. That's you why know I, what don't, I, mean? I don't cook yeah. in my household because if I dare start putting stuff in a pan, my partner is just like, Oh, this is how you could do it. I'm like, I don't want to do it anyway. You do it. What's his sign also? Like, great. Hop in. Courtney, you said your boyfriend's a Sag. Mine is a Virgo. Uh, My boyfriend's a Ish is a Virgo. And um, Virgo, yeah, it's a lot of like, I can just do that, actually. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) Got it. I'm like, great. They're like, perfect. I will sit back and relax. Yeah, that's that's me with work and with editing this podcast. I'm a psychopath. Like literally I'll like delegate it to people and pay them and then which I don't do anymore, of course. It was too hard on me. Um but uh, now I'll like even when I did that, I would um still re-edit spend like hours, yeah, like re editing, being like is I'm impressed psycho. knowing how hard that shit is. That is that's impressive. It's crazy. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this one. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Sends drunk texts sober and on purpose. 
Wow. Uh, <laughs> well, like a curb your enthusiasm moment, but like for real, for real. <laughs> Larry David, shout out top ten cancers. <laughs> right. God, I don't know. I'm tempted to say Gemini, but it's only because I'm like I feel like I've pulled this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said for it. Yeah, she's like that might be some Gemini shit. Because, I but it's not Scorpio even that I'm like it sober. It's more that it's like I made the choice when I was sober to do this. Like I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna send this text and I'm gonna blame it on being drunk and I'm gonna just like get drunk so I can send this text. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's so funny. I did like a mini Love version of that last night. You said it text? I'll tell you later. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't send a text. I did like a, a little passive aggressive. Oh no. I hope that's the yeah. intro to this episode because I want to know. <laughs> God bless. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, I could I could also see a Scorpio doing it, which is why I'm like my Scorpio moon in that moment was like <laughs> Scorpio jumped out to me, but I also feel like Scorpio sons are like they don't want to sacrifice their dignity. You know, like they don't want to be like, I drunk texted you. If anything, they will, like, send it to you drunk and then be like, I stand by it. What are you going to say? You know, like. <laughs> I stand by That's it. That's so funny. I love that. I think Capricorn's also maybe a little bit of that, like, chess player. Yeah. But also sure. wouldn't want to be, like, outed for being, like, a drunk texter. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes fair. sense. Yeah, Geminis are playing checkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We're, we've got no long game in the No long no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, the next one is... Still tries to win an argument when you have already said you agree with them. Oh, Taurus. Sagittarius. <laughs> um, Taurus. Aquarius, I think. Yeah. Gemini, I feel like an Aquarius could do Virgo. this. Virgo. You're like every sign. There's like a few. Everyone except Libra because I'm like, no, 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 whatever you want. <laughs> Libra is like, no, 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 you won. And then they like go and tell absolutely every person. They're like, they're like, but I won. And then they just like, we're such a fucking dick about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. I feel like it's big Taurus or Aquarius energy. I feel like Aquarius is are probably the sign I know the least about, but I feel like they like winning and they're like kind of intellectual snobs sometimes about it. And I don't say that in a bad way because one of my best friends is an Aquarius. So I, I have some learning to do, but. I think Aquarius is like, I think you're right that they have like, they get like a little bit like dick hard for making people feel stupid. <laughs> yeah. You know like what that's I mean? what like, it is. I'm sorry. It's true. Yeah. But also but, means you're but, smart. Yeah. Also means you're smart. I do think, though, that they also have that Libra streak. This is like an air sign thing, I think. Mm. Air signs are Libra, Gemini, and Aquarius. Of being like, I don't want to start, like, a real fight. I just kind of <laughs> want to make you feel a little bit stupid. And then I'll be like, okay, that's fine. And then I'm going to tell absolutely everyone I know how fucking <laughs> stupid you are. You know? And how, like, I actually was right. But I just let you think you were right. Oh, my God. Because it made you look even dumber. You know? Like... <laughs> I think that's the air sign sneakiness, you know? That's so funny. I cannot deny. <laughs> um, okay. Our next one is... Yeah, we'll make yeah. this the last one because it's seven. And I do have a quick question for you guys because I'm just trying to keep you here for three hours. Um, no. Okay. The last question <laughs> of their 10 but is their 10 but um, tells you their life story on a first date without hearing any of yours. <laughs> I mean, Sagittarius. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I mean, yeah, Sagittarius. I have gotten this I... feedback before. <laughs> you got feedback from the day. A perfect full circle for Caitlin. <laughs> that was beautiful. I, yeah. I've gotten better at it, I think, being a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> say it into the mic now, baby. <laughs> right, guys? 
Oh, man. I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah, right. I think the stereotype is Gemini, but I actually think that Gemini monologues, like, definitely monologues. And then it's like, but what about you? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Versus, like, I remember my first date with my fucking boyfriend, and I was like, Jesus Christ, should we do this again? Like, <laughs> um... <laughs> like I thought I talked a lot. <laughs> oh, God. I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then, guys, to wrap this up, this has been so much fun, but I want to ask you guys, and I'm sorry, this is a lot of pressure for the last question, mm-hmm. but you guys are the uncut Geminis, the two uncut Geminis. It makes you sound like you're not circumcised, but it's fine. We love it. Um, <laughs> we get a lot of comments about that. I love it. In this yeah, moment, true. yeah, right. Clickbait, we'll make clickbait. it. We'll make it in this moment, so it's not too overwhelming. Who in this season of your life, in this Cancer season, is your favorite Gemini? Like a, of all time, or just right now? Like who that's why I... I'm saying for right now. For right now. Oh, <laughs> she raised her hand. Nor- <laughs> my favorite Gemini right yeah. now, Northwest. She's killing Couture Whoa. Paris Fashion Week. It's absolutely she, amazing. The nose ring. The nose ring. Wait. The nose I, ring. I actually... You're copying me. You're saying Northwest too. I think I have to go. I screenshotted her, her I like, poster today. I know. Of, she's amazing. Sorry, I just yelled. No, no, no. She's absolutely amazing. Like, literally, that the jacket fashion. Like, have you guys been seeing all those TikToks? She's been wore that blue jacket, right? Like, that's an archive jacket that Kanye wore to the 2008 Music Awards or 2000 something. Oh, my God. Cool. And I didn't then, know that. And it's, like, now been, like, all this stuff she's wearing, like, are, like, have been in safes. Like, in the blue sunglasses are, like, a Virgil Abel sunglasses that, like, nobody can get anymore. Like, this girl is nine. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> crushing. She's crushing. I mean, that is a great answer. And it's so funny because I think I'm like pop culture savvy. And then I talk to you two. And I'm like, I'm, not. I'm like, I am but a beginner. I like follow E! News <laughs> on Instagram so that I don't miss like slightly more niche stuff. But that's like it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then I'm loving that Kim lets her do all the stuff, too. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know their relationship my as girl. mom and daughter. But like she also held up a sign in a fashion show that said stop. And it's like, and Kim's just sitting there. I'm like, what is, what? It's amazing. I'll, I'll send you guys all the videos. It's yeah, great. please. Now that I know that Kim and I relate to each other on a, you know, a spiritual, spiritual level. level. <laughs> yeah. But I also feel like Northwest like bullies her in a way that keeps her humble. Like, totally. I feel like no one else in her family really does that to the same extent Northwest does at nine. I'm like, it's the perfect Gemini up. energy. It's amazing. It's perfect. Oh my God. Now that Scott's out of the house. Absolutely. I think that she actually loves North the least. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the way she like talks about her kids and the way she posts about her kids. Yeah. She definitely loves her third child, Chicago. She Chicago. loves Chicago. She's really cute. Chicago's she's so like cute. she loves. Really she's so cute and she looks the most like Kim yeah. and she's so yeah. sweet. I know that Kim loves her the most. I just know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, did you see the uh, the Kardashians? Uh, of course, you guys. <laughs> Sorry, that was a dumb question. But the uh, <laughs> but the episode where she's like. Yeah, so Northwest kind of like ruined our like family photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, like, she kept doing the middle yeah. finger. She like literally <laughs> throws Northwest under the fucking bus. I love it. I love it. It's like North like wouldn't stop like flipping off the camera. I know, I know, and it d- it did make me a little sad. I was like, come on, Norris, take the photo, like just for the. Yeah. But yeah. then I was like, I don't know, maybe she has to take photos every day, and she doesn't want to take. Yeah. She doesn't. I don't want do. She just wants good. to play oh, with her no. friends. I was like, I that is me as a child. I was a fucking annoyance. 
as a child and I'm like, I see you, North. I get it. Absolutely. Keep doing it. Keep fucking with them. Keep shining, North. Keep shining. Keep shining. Keep growing. Keep shining. That was an easy so. cue. We'll always call out our favorite. I'm more than Oh, happy. my God. I love <laughs> it. I love that. Well, thank you guys so much. This has been yeah, so fun. I like thank literally you. could have kept this going for another hour. Yeah, this is um, this was really come fucking and hang out fun. In New York. I know. I'm like, guys, should we make this like an every other month thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to learn more about myself, apparently. All right. Yeah. Can you guys tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, all the things? For sure. You can find me at uh, Not All Geminis on every social platform. Uh, you can check out my website at notallgeminis.com. And as for the podcast, you can check out Uncut Geminis at Uncut Geminis Pod. Uh, that is our social username. Woo-hoo. Or you can find our website at uncutgeminispodcast.com. <laughs> little, little, throw, throw you for the ringer there. <laughs> yeah, that's us, Uncut Geminis. And uh, keep listening to all the things. I love podcasts. So Do you want to plug your personal, Rachel? Either oh, yeah, yeah. Follow me at Rachel Deutsch. That's me on everything. Um, and watch me overshare my life. I love, <laughs> love it. it. You love have it. a great Instagram presence. You really do. Oh, that's yeah. that's really nice. Thank it's you. It's fun. It's <laughs> funny. It's like deep. And then as always, you can follow me at CKNY1213 and the podcast at WTF Sup Pod. And you can follow me at Nina Barnett on Instagram or at Neens Barnett on TikTok. And while you're at it, why don't you buy all our merch and write us all a review mm-hmm. and rate, review, subscribe. I just repeated myself. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. <laughs> Bye.